Good evening, November Foxtrot. Evening Welcome all. to the show. We are joined this week by Charlie and Ryan from Johnny Big Gun. Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> Even all. Have we got audio with Ryan yet? <laughs> we yeah, we got audio this? with Ryan. Is it right? Are we going to have to do... He's got to move his face. Oh, he's moving his face. <laughs> he is moving his face, but <laughs> I still can't hear anything. <laughs> we can't hear you yet, Ryan. <laughs> have you moved so yourself, see how this Ryan? Goes. You're going to use hand signals, mate. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We should have looked, taught hand signals last weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to welcome our, our, uh, our yeah. comms expert from the, <laughs> from the intro to Milsim, who, who nobody can hear. Yeah. <laughs> Who's in um, the chat? Good evening, all those joining us on the chat. We've got Harry, Kenny, John, the Fresh Meat, Rage, uh, Curbs. Hello, hello. Uh, Rage, uh, Les, Matthew McCarthy, Daz, James, Stephen, uh, Adventures of Zulu, Pegasus, Les. Yeah, Are so we... apologies for being a little bit late. Um, I don't know what's wrong with me this week. Clearly not operating particularly well. Um, it's all it's all been a bit of a weird one this week. Uh, we hi, Alex. Some feedback hi, Jamie. From somewhere. I, can, I can hear you in my ear again, Mike. Uh, I, I think that might be Charlie. Have you got headphones on, or are you listening for a speaker? Literally for a speaker. That'll be it then. That'll be that. Then. Oh, <laughs> <him> <laughs> Blame the comms expert as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's all right at the moment because we can't hear a fucking word he's saying, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, he can just listen to us. He's just he's there for shits and giggles. <laughs> I can imagine what he's saying. <laughs> Well, like if we could get Ryan, I tell you what, Ryan could be our interpreter through the through the medium of sign. Um, anything <laughs> yeah. we can say, he'd use it as field craft hand signals to uh, yeah. to uh, to uh, to uh, translate what we're saying. You know, what he's like, Ryan that little, um, lady right in the corner of ITV channels at late exactly. at night. <laughs> <laughs> whilst, whilst Ryan can't talk, he taught me staggered bounding. Just in case anyone wants to know, so that's obviously staggered file. That's staggered bounding. So there you go. <laughs> I thought, um, wasn't it that? I thought it was that. <laughs> no, that was something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was That's the, the uh, post win celebration. A lot, a, lot, a lot of emphasis on that uh, hand signal, it was. I remember. Yeah. He <laughs> made oh, you practice over well. and over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we are obviously joined tonight by Johnny Big Gun. So, we're going to be chatting all things Johnny mm-hmm. and Big Gun. Um, Charlie, do you want to introduce yourself? Um, just kind of give a bit of a, a short background on yourself and, and sort of what Johnny Big Gun is. Um, and then if Ryan comes back, we'll, we'll throw it <laughs> over to him as well. Yeah, he's literally done a runner. Uh, yeah, so hi, my name's Charlie. Uh, I'm one of co-founders to JBG Airsoft. Uh, Lewis would have been here tonight, but unfortunately, he's got work commitments to adhere uh, to, so unfortunately, he's unavailable. Ryan James, he was supposed to be here. Now he's sort of like done one and left me as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much me. Cool. So what what is Johnny Big Gun? Airsoft, like. Oh, is that working now, Ryan James? I'm hoping. Oh, there we go. Oh, hey, there he is. Tom's <laughs> uh, guru's back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, I'll always get it working. I'll always get it working. Might not be first time. Up and shrink next time. <laughs> oh, um, so, so, Johnny Big Gun, um, it started out as a joke. That is literally the bottom line. Uh, we started it. A few of us who were still serving at the time in our old unit. Um, we literally started it as a joke. We went to a game one day. Uh, we used to sneak in and out of 
the accommodation where we used to obviously live to and go to games and everything like that. Um, and literally one of the lads gave us the nickname of Johnny Big Gun and then it just sort of stuck to us for that time period for quite a while. And then we decided to make it a little bit more official and like bring out patches and everything like that. And then it just grew and grew and grew really. Um, the Where the name actually came from, it's got nothing to do with anyone that played Airsoft. Um, we <laughs> snuck out of, uh, out of the accommodation one day to go to a game in Bristol. Um, and when we came back, this lad, this friend of ours was uh, very drunk. He saw one of our Glocks on the bed. He grabbed it. He put it up to his mouth. He was like, look at me. I'm the Johnny fucking big gun. <laughs> um, and ever since then, it just sort of stuck. Me and Lewis looked at each other like, we're keeping that as a team name now. But it's never going. And then it's just sort of stuck ever since. Fair play. Nice. I like it. That's funnily enough. I, I, for those that don't know, the, the background to November Foxtrot is actually very similar to that. It kind of started off as a bit of a, oh, we just have a bit of a chat. And we were like, oh, what should we call ourselves? And it was like nut fuckers for some reason. And then we were like, well, that doesn't sound very professional. Let's use like the phonetic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was, it was, it was from doing an OnlyFans, just scoping ration packs, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like suggestively. Yeah. And it was the, and then it started getting onto intercourse with ration packs. And it was just like, no, 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 no. We've all got to eat. <laughs> Draw the line we'll somewhere. Put food on the table. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's an art form, mate. It's an art form. What do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. um, so now that, now that Ryan has managed to get the comms all sorted out, um, Ryan, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, I know that a number of people already know you from the chat as Ryan, um, but if you want to give, give a really context like as to who you are, <laughs> we like Ryan. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so obviously I've been well. I was anyone that was down at the Nofo event a uh, couple of weekends ago. I was there, sort of teaching. Um, obviously, you know Charlie and a few of the other guys are from my unit. Um, you know, so we we obviously served briefly together as well. Um, so that's kind of how I met them after they got out. Um, and yeah, sort of obviously just been a, a big part of the kind of Milsim community for, for quite a while now, really, sort of in, in different aspects. And currently have a T-shirt that says, we really like Ryan. You've reached the pinnacle of it all now. That's it. <laughs> He's, yeah, Ryan, you've just become a walking meme at this point. It's just nothing <laughs> left to achieve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you I'm worn it down the beach yet? Black for do one of me. Have you, have you worn that t-shirt <laughs> down the beach yet? Not yet, not yet. Come on now. Oh, yeah. well, we'll we need photos probably. as well. Yeah, photos of Jim. I'll try and get some. <laughs> uh, Kenny says, "Is that I really like Ryan? Ryan." <laughs> <laughs> really is. Really, really is. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to roll into the, some news, uh, but before we do, if anyone has a question for the guys tonight, please feel free to throw that in the chat. If you could stick mm -hmm. a cue at the front of the comment, it just makes it easier to see. Um, but we're going to be diving into all things, pretty much. So if you've got a question, just come up with it. It'll be be entertaining, as you know. We uh, we don't generally stick to a script on this show, um, but let's do a little bit of news. News. Do you like Use. our graphics, Charlie? Look at that. Seamless. That Seamless, <laughs> wasn't it? I love, I love when you say our graphics. We're all fucking one of us. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's ours. He did it for the community. 
Rage is insistent um, on he wants to know who Ryan is before we go into any more news. I really That's like Ryan. Ryan. I really like <laughs> Ryan. I really like Ryan. <laughs> you should have it. it should be I really like me. <laughs> <laughs> I like right myself. anyway we're not going to make this the Ryan show um, is it, has anyone got any news this week <laughs> yeah all the egos are on that side <laughs> yeah. any any news I've got any, purchases. News? any purchases anything I've anything new purchases. or exciting Andy you go first you've got purchases or, or yes. any of our guests got purchases this week I don't mean just general yeah. fucking food shopping, just, you know. <laughs> food yeah. shop, just ration shopping. <laughs> food ration shop. shopping, yeah. <laughs> um, I bought myself, uh, I don't know if this is going to work, I bought myself one of these. Ooh, Ooh a, you, took this. you took the plunge, did a, you? Uh, it's a French army. F2. F2, F2 tent. Um, uh -huh. It was 40 quid, so I was like, yeah, do you know what? I'll the have reason for that. that. And see that, <laughs> but it's got a little yeah, no. air flap for farty times. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, there's an air flap, but there's a big hole at either end, isn't there? When you've got to bolt all the doors yeah. open, so there's plenty of circulation. I thought it looked good, and it sank a bit different from the Dutch army tent. To be fair, I've got one of them, and I used it at dark water when it was absolute torrential rain. And the only bit of water that got into there was a tiny little bit at the front of the door because I left the zip undone a little bit. Other than that, it was fucking mustard. So whether it had been treated or not, but I know a lot of people have said, oh, yeah, they leak like buggery, but I, I don't know if they've just not been treated. Uh, they, they're very marmite, those yeah. tents, aren't they? I mean, very much. even the Dutch army ones are as well. Some yeah. people say, yeah. oh, it's crap with this, that, and the other, but, you know, as long as it's looked This one said it was new in packets, so... You can get all that in one rocket pouch as well, mate. Done it myself. Oh. Yeah, Give mate. that a go. Doable. I feel like... I feel like we're missing out massively here. We've got the US Marine Corps tent, the Dutch army tent, the French tent, Where's the British tent? He wants a shit poncho. Bashers, mate. <laughs> yeah. Bashers. Yeah, wants that. We all have our bashers. Fucking about fucking guy lines. Nice A-frame whacking you in the grid every five minutes when it's windy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, sign me up. Yeah, I'm all over it. I'm all over that. Please, um. The uh, just as a comparison, because I know there's a lot of Dutch Army uh, tent fans on the chat. I think that's about a half the weight. The, uh, the, the French, French oh, mate, yeah. If that French tent weighs about the same as one of the doors of a Dutch Army tent. <laughs> yeah. You need a little yeah. uh, folly to pull the Dutch Army tent about, don't you? But it's a bit of kit in it. Bit weighty. You guys might know actually. Did uh, have the British got like an equivalent? Because I know obviously yeah. there's the. the there's the basher. I, mean, I appreciate there's the basher. We don't need to talk about the basher. But is there like an equivalent actual, you know, like... Well, that is tent? a NATO F2 tent. It's not a French. It's a NATO F2 tent. So it's used across the whole force, isn't it? I've never I've yeah. never deployed and seen a tent other than like something for their, like an FFR, like a Land Rover. Um, I don't know about you, Charlie. Out the back of it. Yeah. I've never seen a tent. Maybe obviously like nine by nines and stuff like that. But maybe uh, you need to break the mold, Ryan. Maybe you need to start rocking out an exercise with a proper tent, a proper civvy tent, just to just to see what people's reactions would be. <laughs> big be red one, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, oh, big imagine thing. a big, a bright yellow Euro hike pop up. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, lads. Let's this get involved. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's the classic, isn't it? They'll be looking for all the camouflage tents. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah they'll be yeah. looking at Ryan thinking, oh, look, some fucking prick civvy's got onto the training ground. Oh, just fucking ignore him. <laughs> Ryan's there like, ah. <laughs> See, you laugh, but I don't have to worry because I, I literally drive the Land Rover, so I have a tent and somewhere to sleep that is always dry. Well, so you sleep in the wagon like Mike does at events? Yeah, pretty much. And, yeah, I'm, I'm James. Oh. I'm James from Defiant on, a, on like an exercise. Hard routine. Oh. In the back of his landy with a diesel heater on. Yeah. <laughs> I've slept in my car coffee. once. To clarify, <laughs> once. once Lance, Lance once. has just turned his truck into a little mini like motorhome. There's he no evidence slept. of that. He hasn't slept no, on no it yet. <laughs> no, true. I mean, I feel like it's not quite as luxury as Rage's thing that he brought to the intro to Milton event because that thing was like pure luxury. Mm. That was quite impressive. Yeah, that was, I love the way he's got a silk dressing gown hanging up in that tent as well. So when he gets in there and zips <laughs> on, he, he stands outside like a Viking with sandals and an axe on. And then when he gets in there, it's like pink silky dressing gown goes on. You know, the little bit. I of assumed it was a smoking jacket. Like, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> it, he no. it a smoking jacket. He's not Hugh Hefner. It's full of shit. <laughs> not a smoking jacket. It's a silk like kimono. He gets out the beard wax and kind of waxes beard it all wax, into yeah. a fancy shape, yeah. and then just That's it. hot towel, towel around the top of the head, where he's just, you know just had a rinse off. Yeah, lovely. Pink, pink slippers on. That's oh it. right, moving us along. Has <laughs> anyone else? anyone else getting? Is there any um, any exciting news with uh, Johnny Big Gun this week? I know, obviously, you had a training session. I noticed on your socials not too long ago, mm-hmm. last weekend, weekend before last. Uh, yeah, it was actually this weekend just gone. Uh, ah. That was our last one down in Southampton. Um, the venue's just closing down for whatever reasons, uh, so we're going to start searching out for new places. There's a, there's already a couple on the list, um, but it's just getting the dates confirmed and then getting the tickets out there straight away and then hoping to see as many people on them as we can, really. Cool. Yeah, it looks impressive, I must yeah. admit. I did look it up. Look impre- you ever thought about uh, sort of tapping up Longmore for a massive CQB sesh? <sighs> yes and no. So I did inquire about it um, a couple of months ago, but due to other taskings, I think the count- uh, Longmore's being used for other reasons at the moment. Uh, right, okay. And- there's another camp as well, I can't remember the top of my head. But yeah, they're all being used for other reasons at the moment. So might have to That's be a way enough. out on that. <laughs> I wonder what. <laughs> mm, yeah. Not saying, but I wonder what. Bloody airsoft as Turn your TV on, go to BBC News, you might find out there. Well, I don't know, it's been a bit quiet <laughs> recently. Yeah, sure. What, the news? Of, of, no, of, they of, just blew themselves up, didn't they? They blew up themselves in the night vision factory. Who did? Like, mm-hmm. The BBC? The Russians. Oh, oh, the, the Russians. Russians. <laughs> what the fucking BBC, BBC do? Yeah. Don't worry, we're going to send the BBC because they're, cl- they're going to sort it out for you. Just sort <laughs> Every it. single airsoft to cry now about their night vision. I don't know. It's not going to come. No! <laughs> Sorry, I don't need it after that. You'll see you fine. That's it. Oh, dear. Yeah. I didn't, I've, I've not been updated with that news, so I've not, I'll have to read that yeah. afterwards. Oh, whoopsie. Yeah, How oh, dear. Was that like a drone thing, or was that just someone just cocked up in the factory? I don't know. Pushed the wrong button. Don't no, don't the Russians still use um some radioactive material? Odor Chernobyl. Yeah. <laughs> Trid- tridium. Tr- tridium. Which is ironically tridium Ukrainian. Yeah. <laughs> well, Are you it was the Russians that fucking still, blew it up, they? didn't they? <laughs> Oh, right. Is that the end of the news? 
a purchase. I've got some purchase. I bought some cat yeah, size. Yeah. Cat size for the boonie hat. I modded my boonie hat. Um, it's. I actually got a wicked bargain on Facebook Marketplace, which was 60 quid, and I got a British Army cot bed, a snug pack sleeping bag, a massive fucking mortar ammo fucking crate, big metal one, um, and some other bits and bobs for 60 quid. So yeah, I was happy with that. Have you managed to put the cot bed together yet? <laughs> yeah, I'm 99% there, uh, bar one bar at the end. Because if, <laughs> yeah, like I said earlier, I was stretching no this bed. I had my, to do it. I had no my feet one. against it and I nearly shat my pants. I'm not even kidding. I was like, Gah! and then my son's like, Oh, should I have a go, Dad? I was like, No, you're right, boy. If I can't do it, there's no cat in hell's chance yeah. that you're going to do it. Yeah. But I should have just let him, but yeah. I don't know how that goes on there. I was trying it like equal amounts at either end, and I was sort of pushing. I was like, nah, this is bullshit. Someone's shortened this material to piss me off. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not going on there. That's going to stay as a spare part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spares. That's a spare. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a boot flat at the end, isn't it? Where you can hang your legs over the end of the. Uh... It doesn't mean <laughs> it doesn't compromise the rigidity of it at all because it's so yeah. solid with one bar at the end. You know, it's all it's all cushy. It's just got that one little bit that's missing. Mm. But yeah, I fuck knows how you get that in there. Unbelievable. It is a challenge. Oh, is it, have you, had, have you ever seen anyone do it? Yeah, no. yeah. We had um, I've done six or seven. Like we, um, funny enough, we were in Cyprus last year, and we had six in a twelve by twelve. We set them all up absolutely fine. Just it takes a lot of finesse of like changing the the length of the material and all that sort of stuff all the time. Oh, so you've got to fuck about with the material bit. to get it to fit then? It doesn't. You can't just do it from it, it issued bed. You couldn't put it together. No. So under one under one side, you should see there's like like tightening straps or something like that. So you can like loosen it off a little bit and <laughs> tighten it. Fuck this both of you, all right? Because you could have told me that earlier. No, 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 no. Hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, no one mentioned this earlier about tightening straps or loosening straps. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Lads. Oh dear, let's make a note of that, wankers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Loosen the straps. <laughs> I had noticed no straps. I shall have a look at that tomorrow. Bastards. Okay, that's the end of my news. I mean, that's not, a, my chips, not lads. a new purchase, but uh, I do want to give a massive shout out to Lance's poo chair because uh, I bought one of these, what, a couple of weeks ago uh, for the NOFO event. And it made its way to Cyprus with me and it's been on my balcony. I'm currently using it for the podcast. It's just, it's so versatile of being able to like carry it around and just like, just anywhere you go, just have a little bit of luxury of being able to sit down. Mate, just so, deploy it. Yeah, Show yeah. us the poo chair, Ryan. Deploy the poo chair quick. Give us a quick flash of deploy, it. Deploy the poo chair. Oh my God. Look at okay. that. Oh. Is that the, is it Kamui? Kamui? Yeah, Kamui, Kamui, like Kamui, yeah. Yeah, blinding. Blinding bit of gear, mate. Good, good warranty with that as well. And it packs down, it packs down so small as well. Mm. You're welcome. You're welcome. So yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be being top flapped in the uh, in the Bergen for the next uh, exercise we go on. Straight up, you're going to take it in the field. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to take it out. Oh, are you serious? 100%, oh, you're yeah. going to get you'll get fucking beasted, wouldn't you? Surely, no one's going to have that. That will that will be destroyed. That will be fucking blown up. I swear. If you're the only one who's got a poo chair, and everyone else is going to be fucking rinsing to get that off of you or destroy it, I would. No, I would. I'd fuck that right up if I didn't have one and you have one. <laughs> Most blokes take stools. I just like a bit of back support. Don't fly. Huh? All right. We'll see. You watch. We'll see if, we'll in see in if it about comes back. a year and a half. 
year, years, year and a half time, it'll be the British Army contracts to Kabui. Uh, we, we'll be able to pick up the chairs <laughs> yeah. for five pound from a surplus shop. It'll be, it'll be brilliant. That's it, exactly. Yeah, there'll be some weird and wonderful we'll start a trend. But they'll have a special bar that you have to loosen the tightening straps on to get that last <laughs> little bit on there, because otherwise you won't put Yeah, they have to put their touch on it, wouldn't they, just to make it really fucking hard to put it together. <laughs> no, 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 don't change it. There's nothing wrong with that design. No, no, we are. We're going to fuck with this now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what every soldier wants is just to sleep, and yet the thing that it made for you to sleep on is the most hardest thing to put together, which I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and trying to do it when you're absolutely fatigued and knackered. Before you go to sleep, put me together. No chance. <laughs> I'll sleep on the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fuck the bed. <laughs> um, nice. The only, the only real bit of news, I haven't actually got any purchases this week. As of yet, I had a little bit of a spending spree yesterday because it turns out i had a little bit more surplus money um in my little little purse Ooh. than i thought i had um not anymore no <laughs> yeah. no it's gone now um, and the no phone budget has gone down have you bought, have you bought something <laughs> off of ryan no i haven't bought anything off of ryan i don't oh, think right. I have just the way ryan. he went not anymore <laughs> implying that you'd purchase something off of him um no i bought a couple bits and pieces um but i am going camping this weekend um i'm going in my my new van gogh lismore 600 xl which is honest to god bigger than my first flat um my wife wanted a tent that had activities but no that sounds really dodgy for my daughter put the music on on, then tell us put the music on (laughs) oh god my wife wanted a tent oh. for activity space. <laughs> no, um, it's for my daughter to run around in. So potentially, if it's a bit, if it's a bit way outside, it's the family tent. Um, so we've got this big. I might take my USMC diamond tent and put that up inside the other tent, just as a bit of a an amusing photo. Um, can you put a, just because I can put up another tent inside that one, like a Russian tent. Yeah, like a Dutch army inside the US Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to. And then a cot bed. And then then a bivvy. Yeah, and a cot bed, then a bivvy. And then you can come out like a beautiful butterfly. It won't be a complete set up cot bed. It'll be missing a bar, but. Yeah. Yeah. You wait till tomorrow. Because I know about the retention straps, so that's fine. I'm fucking leaving, honestly. Um, Right, if that's the end of the news, let's let's roll into. Actually chatting about. You know, you, you guys, you've come on the show. We you don't want to spend all evening just chatting bollocks about cot beds. So, um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, uh, what's, what's your background then? So, you obviously, you know, Ryan's currently serving. Charlie, I believe you've obviously served. So, sort of give us a bit of background about that if you, if you want to. Um, and then, sort of, what I guess led you into Airsoft? Okay um so yeah i was at the same unit as ryan um spent seven years there trying to put together a cot bed just didn't happen so I left. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate um yeah so i was there for about seven years i think <laughs> i think ryan joined probably like two years after or oh, two years just before i was getting out of the army um so i deployed a couple of times on exercising two tours um so it was all like a good time to be fair but in the end the army just i wasn't really agreeing with it at the time i was like sort of had enough uh met the missus and everything like that sort of started to settle down so i just wanted to get out uh thing that led me to airsoft um was again it was just a joke one day one of the lads was like 
I bought an airsoft gun and I was like, you are so sad. Let me, <laughs> let me come with you. I want to have a go. So <laughs> I went as a rental player. Um, and after that, I was like, yeah, was, where can you buy one of these things from? I really want one. Um, so I bought my first riff after that. And then literally grew from there pretty much. It was just a way to sort of like, um, um, almost like an escapism in a way, I suppose. And then nowadays it's sort of like a scratch for itch that you've got from like almost missing aspects of the military, I suppose. But it's all good fun now. It's it's, it's really good to be fair. Well, a lot of people say that Charlie that it's um it's all the fun bits without any of the boring stuff when you do like yeah, weekend absolutely. events and things like I, that. Yeah, I fully agree. It's just, I mean, the worst people you'll probably find is for salty squads that are still serving. Um, and I'll be like, no, nah, that's just sad. Like, oh, yeah. What are you doing, oh, yeah. Like, you know that feeling. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, Ryan. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it literally is um, all the good bits, just without all the bullshit. Like, it's also keeping in contact with a lot of your mates as well who have been in. So, uh, obviously, you had Hades jump on here a couple months ago now. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We didn't serve each other, and yet we're really good friends. And it's just like we know oh, so cool. many people from inside battalions and everything like that. Um, so we've kept in contact like ever since we went out. Well, ever since we met, really, since January or February. Um, but yeah, it's like you say, it's just for good bits without the bullshit, really. That's the best way to describe it. So going back, sorry, Charlie, I missed it. I was just quickly checking something on the other computer. So did you get into airsoft in whilst you were still in or just after you left? And yeah, so while still in, I got into it. Um, Christ, I think I got into it maybe a year and a half while I was leaving. Um, and no one admitted. So it was literally all one platoon. And probably about six of us were playing and no one admitted to anyone else that we were playing. Well, that was like, going to be no my next question. Like... <laughs> was it just you on your own or was there a few yeah. of you that were like, we don't talk about this ever? Yeah, All right. it really, it was, it was almost like Fight Club. You just don't talk about it. Um, we were sneaking out the blocks trying to get, like, we wouldn't go to games until it was pitch black. And it was like trying to sneak out of a block when people were like running past you and what, with like rifle bags and kit bags and you're like, Right, <laughs> like yeah. people were just staring. Look like you're like, on the feed or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, <laughs> it was it was proper bizarre. Um, and it's just like there's a load of funny stories to go. Look, oh, sorry, am I boring you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. this story got a fucking ending or what? <laughs> <laughs> um, one of one of the lads had quite a good story is like um no one wanted to tell anyone else that we were playing airsoft and um ryan will know what i'm talking about so the, the rooms were like four rooms in the corridor and this one lad had the end room and he went to a game in the CQB environment his face literally looked like the doctor dot you could draw doctor dot to him it was so bad <laughs> he went on parade the next day and one of the guys was like just talking to him and he turned around like what the fuck happened to you mate and he was like Oh, mosquitoes in the middle of the night, they just got to me. Like, no <laughs> Jesus. One would, no one and they bought it. We were playing. Say again. And, and he bought it, and they bought that yeah. excuse. It was like. He actually oh, bought it. He was fuck. like, fucking hell, wow. they gone after you hard, honestly. <laughs> but, I mean, surely at some point, though, it must have come out. It must have got, word must have got about. I think before it came you out left. when 
I think we were having an inspection around the rooms and one of the uh, sergeant majors came around that was just, we used to shoot down hallways and everything like that. We used to turn it into like a CQB area. It was just <laughs> battered with BBs just everywhere. And he was like, what the Are you had your riffs in your block? Or did you have yeah, to keep we them had like, We had them in our lockers and everything. We were just like, just walk into in, to someone's room and be like, hi. <laughs> It's like if they were doing like a room inspection and you like which locker open, you just got racks of M4s in there. It'd be like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, it was, it, I mean, sometimes you're obviously going to whip it into your car or something like that, just into the boot of the car or something like that. But most of the time it was just hidden out of the way. No one really cared about it too much. Um, and then like a couple of weeks later, everyone else found out and soon they were like, that's pretty fucking cool. I want to go now. And then everyone in the platoon was just doing it. Like this platoon of 15 were just playing. It was just... That's quality. Like, That's people awesome, were yeah. sacking off lessons to like go and use the back area. <laughs> it's like, we're not doing it. We're going to play airsoft. Like, but then what, what I mean, we like, we, like a lot of people have said, even Ryan said about the benefits of it for CQB training and stuff yeah. like that. Because you're mm. actually getting hit by something that does fucking hurt. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You're not yeah. just reacting to a, a, a blank round that, yeah, granted, it makes a loud crack. But you, there's no impact there. There's no... There's no sort of nah, nothing at all. imminent danger to you as such. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah, so obviously you can use sea munition or something like that, but sea munition you've got to put on more protective gear than you do airsoft. Mm. It's like a full face covering, groin protector, head protector, neck protector. You've got to put on loads. And it's like paintball, but like times a thousand. It, it just fucking comes at you oh. hard. Um, <laughs> and it does scar you for like life, I think. But... Mentally and physically, um, yeah, nice. with the airsoft, <laughs> with the yeah, airsoft, I couldn't agree more. With, like what Ryan says, it the training benefits are just massively there. Mm. I think once the army open up and they're like, okay, we can see the benefits to this, let's buy a couple of like gas blowbacks and let's just let lads use them for like a Wednesday afternoon sports parade sort of thing or like mm. low level training. It, yeah, it's just it's massively there. They just don't really know yet unfortunately it's going to take another year or two or, or a couple more years because it's i mean it's already massive in the us isn't it like especially like the police department swatting all that i mean they've yeah, 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 the they love it just for, for the financial savings as well i've got yeah. I mean, a, a bottle of 2000 bbs instead of 2000 rounds i mean god knows what yeah. the cost of the cost difference would be between that but yeah exactly. yeah like absolutely. You, you think about the hassle of taking out a rifle so signing it cleaning it putting in the new bolt um bombing up all the mags and everything like that and by the time you've done all that you can only get i think is it 10 like 10 rounds down before it blocks right uh like that. It's like you 10 can probably get through about a mag it. yeah it's about a mag which 30 to 60 rounds is give or take just roughly what you'll get mm. i mean i think whenever i fight it just fucking jammed every time i just wasn't hitting anything but it was just um <laughs> but it was just the hassle of it and it's just you are too scared to even pop out you're like it's gonna take the bloody head off this thing um but yeah, once airsoft gets into it, like battalion life and everything like that, I think it was, they'll go far, to be fair. Like, really well in training, massively. Yeah, fair play, so that's the, cool. One massive thing that, like, not so much for us, but, like, for, for obviously, like, our headshed and stuff like that, doing some munition and, and all that sort of stuff, getting the ammunition, it's the logistical side of it. There's safety regulations, there's, like, paperwork that has to be done. Like you say, there's a cost of buying this ammunition, then it's got to be shipped mm. in. Like, like you say, being able to go to Amazon or you know, just you know, wherever, 
and buy three thousand rounds, and that will last you six months if you're like playing as a like as if you would with simunition in terms of thirty round magazines. You know, picking your shots. You know, not sort of like you know as a, a an airsoft player might have just blatting rounds off left, right, and centre. If you're actually training with it, those rounds will last you forever. Mm. Yeah. And I suppose once, I guess, once a sort of generic method statement has been put in place, uh, you know, a site-specific sort of thing, depending on where you're at, you can, you're pretty much free to go and uh, to and fro as you please from the from a training area for yeah. for CQB and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, it must make it a lot easier for you guys to just if you've got down if you're on downtime, like you say, have sections on downtime. I'm, I'm just mm. sort of guessing here on like a, a Sunday you're not afternoon have if you like. Get shot. Oh, yeah, it's thing. not like you're no, gonna say, no, oh right. yeah, we've got a training area booked. You can just literally just crack on up there with your with your airsoft rifles yeah. to run through some drills and that if you are inclined to do that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm guessing. So 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 obviously I can't say too much at the moment. And you know, like most things, it's it's a project I'm, I've been quite heavily involved with that may fall flat on its face but it's something i'm working quite closely with a few people to try and implement it within like the battalion purely for the fact of like i said we won't have to keep these rifles in the armory because they're not serialized um so it would be a case of like you say one of the largest issues we have at the moment is like all the paperwork so you've got to book everything six weeks in advance you've got to speak to people to open up the armory you know this that the other all the safety regulations Whereas, like, people will be able to go, do you know what? We've got uh, an afternoon. There's nothing in the diary. Let's go to the store, take them out, you know, because it will just be signed out from the CQ. And then we can go, yeah, we can go and play. Like, effectively, under a, a section commander or something like that, who will sort of organise the training, run through his section, through some force and force stuff, you know, fire team versus fire team or section versus, like, one or two individuals. Um, and it just basically is, the idea is to massively... In, like increase the amount of force on force training we do because like i mean you've, you've been there charlie it's it's all blank stuff where you you know over three four hundred meters in Brooklyn where you just don't react to it like you should do because it's just yeah. almost unbelievable yeah i didn't even aim when we were firing blank i was just letting loose i was like yeah crack on <laughs> i just didn't even look <laughs> um uh battleborn tactical uk um said that some regiments are starting to use them uh, under trials Mm. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd be interested Absolutely. if he knows who, because I'd be I'd be keen to speak to them and sort of see how they've implemented it. Six RLC. <laughs> <laughs> Royal Catering Corps. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone bar Defiant has said, um, Ryan says 3,000 rounds would last a year if used correctly. This is all well and good until a squaddy sees a puddle or an empty Coke can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. puddle. <laughs> well, That's fine. You've, you've, got a, you've got a chrono somewhere to make sure you're playing safe, right? So a couple of Coke cans are needed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've actually got a troll, by the way. Um, someone has joined the chat saying, look at all the grown men playing video games instead of getting a job. So... I've never dealt with a troll, but I have practiced for this. So I'd like to point out that firstly, Airsoft isn't a video game. If we were playing video games, this would be a podcast about video games. So well done. Um, and secondly, instead of getting a job, uh, they had a question said, I have a question for you. Do you have a real job? So that's an interesting question. So let's talk about what yes, our actual jobs actually. are. So let's, Ryan, start, let's with, start with let's you. Start with What's Ryan. your job, Ryan? <laughs> I'm, an so, army so man. I'm a trained infantry, yeah. <laughs> I'm an army man. <laughs> so literally, airsoft is my job every day, pretty much. Fair play. There you go. 
How about you, Charlie? <laughs> uh, training, training out to be an electrician at the moment. Fair play. Nicely oh, done. It. Always going to be electricity. And Andy, Andy and Lance, you might as well just we'll talk about what jobs we've got as well. Yeah. Just, you know, really kind of point put the point home. Uh, well, I own my own signalling company and I install new signalling equipment on London Underground and Network Rail. Yep. And uh, I survey uh, underground pipes uh, using uh, underwater drones and crawlers. Yeah. And I'm a senior civil engineer, so <laughs> you can fuck right off. Um, right. I thought you were losing. There's some other questions as well. Yeah, I, certain <laughs> things really get to me, and that was one of them. So that was good. I thought I thought I you were going to show us your ass then, because <laughs> that's yeah. The no, oh, no, 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 no. No one wants to see the tea towel holder. No, <laughs> Question from uh, Paul Wales: What is a fundamental thing that airsofters get wrong that places them at a big disadvantage? Jesus Christ. Um, go on, Ryan, you go first. Well, I have a little condor <laughs> moment, I have a think. So, so my biggest thing, and, and I know, it, well, this comes down to the, the podcast at the end of the day, um, it's teamwork and communication. Like, when you start working as a, even if it's a small unit, um, you know, twos, threes, whatever, and you start communicating and, and working together, you completely dominate the field. Um if you play as an individual, you just have none of the advantages of like the sheet move communicate that we always like try and talk about. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say ego for me. Some people just approach the whole airsoft thing with an ego where it's just massively like not even in proportion to like anything else. Like they turn up, they got all the gear, that's cool. If you want to go and buy nods, go and find buy nods full cry going by it well but just don't think you're better than anyone else it's just like why mm. we're all here for a good time we're here for a laugh let's just get on with it but some people do spoil the game other people really do lift up the mood um but yeah it's sometimes that's just definitely a big one in the ego bit yeah, but then i must sometimes. admit i've not encountered things like that happen for a while i mean the most no, tragic one i ever remember was people. when i can't think who it was now i won't mention any names but it was a he was former serving soldier who'd done a few herricks and then he was being told by someone how this is how the british army oh, deals yeah. with building clearance or something like that in iraq or Afghanistan. and he was just stood there like oh i see good i'm i'm, I'm so glad you're here telling <laughs> yeah. inform me of this because uh, that's just, just it's just it's just going to improve my day now for knowing that do you know what i mean yeah but worse to that effect you know um, but yeah, it's just like you gotta be careful who you try and dish out wisdom to because you don't know who you're gonna be talking to sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, it did make. That's sense why we don't do it anymore. That's why we don't do it anymore. It's a good point though. I mean, ego, I think, probably gets in the way of quite a lot of the, mm -hmm. the major disputes that you see mm. um, yeah. at events. Yeah, massively. And keeping people away yeah. from getting into it as well, especially getting into the Milsim side of it. When you, when you encounter someone who's quite fucking arrogant and this, that, and the other, it's like, ooh, I don't really want to be involved with that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You I think look, it's got you, better. You sound like a bit of a cunt, if I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick to skirmish days. <laughs> it has got oh. better. I mean, over, over the last couple of years. I think it's got better. It, I, I haven't yeah. seen it half as much as I used to when I first mm. started doing Milsims. Mm. Um, but then maybe that is... Maybe I've become. Have I become one of them? <gasps> oh, oh, there's a, there's a plot twist. 
Lance, he knows what we've been talking about him. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe it's just I zone it out a bit more now than I used to when I first started. But I don't generally. I don't think it's it's there as much. Hmm. So I zoned out then for a minute. That's all right. <laughs> it happens when I talk. <laughs> oh, boy, boy. Um, there's, there's just one, a couple of little comments that aren't so much questions. I just thought they were funny and worth flagging. Right, Rage says, "Who's Ryan?" Um, and then Terry says, "Rage." I think he's REMF. Rem. Fucking out like. Well, that's yeah. It's still an acronym, though, isn't it? It's quite remfy today on the beach. The tootsies ain't yeah. in the sand. Lovely. <laughs> uh, Jamie says JBG for the win. So big fan there. Stephen Whitehead, Charlie, what would be your perfect Sunday? This <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, is a reference back to Hot Fuzz by any chance? Because I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> An airsoft game where it just doesn't go wrong, or the egoness just, just doesn't come out of some people. Maybe um, I don't really have an answer. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Yeah, just a question. nice chilled out day. Very similar to who was it who was telling us about them? The questions that that, that um, oppos ask each other when they're on stag. It was the best motorway service or something. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Man, the weekend. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't remember who it was now. Someone said, "Yeah, what's the best motorway service station and why?" And there are a lot of questions that they ask each other and all that. Like, Fucking what? It's pretty weird. When it's you got to stay awake somehow. Yeah, I know. I'll be sat there just like pondering on that, thinking, "Fucking right." I like I fleet know. southbound on the M23. <laughs> just putting that one out there. It's good. It's a good one. Not yeah. northbound. Northbound's a, a bit of a shithole, but fleet southbound's <laughs> yeah. nice. They've just done it up recently. That's for one. Yeah. That's for one for it. There you go. Um, there's other couple of comments. Les says, "I really, really like Ryan Banana Splurt Emoji." Banana Splurt Emoji. Banana Splurt Emoji. <laughs> you got a uh, Ian says, "Charlie, do you still like my peas?" I, these are. For I apologise for some for of the questions. <laughs> Charlie, you know exactly oh. what he means by that. Oh. <laughs> well, what's the matter with mushy peas, Charlie? Why don't yeah, you well, talk to us? We're all in a share. I like Cobham services, actually, as it goes. Nice one, Caitlin. Yeah, fair play. So, this is going back to our first CQB course, I think, January, February, I can't actually remember which now. Um, and Ian was on that course and we went out for obviously like the social afterwards which is the biggest thing about the courses like, i couldn't give a toss about the course i just want to give a social afterwards that's the best bit yeah um and then there was uh, a table of us like jbg and then we had like the guys next to us as well and then we all just sat there and suddenly someone brings out mushy peas and they're like oh mushy peas table like four and we're like well we didn't order it and then she just puts it down and we're like for fuck's sake then another one comes out and then another one <laughs> And then someone, I've got a bloody good idea who it is, he orders uh, black pudding with chilli flakes on it, and that comes out as well. Oh. It's just like these random orders all coming to us, and we're turning around like, lads, who the fuck is doing this? And everyone's like, well, it's not me, it's not him, it's not him. It's... Don't... Oh, don't play dumb with me. Like, who is it? Um, but it's just, it's just 
one of them. It just won't fucking leave me. Apparently, with smushy pea shit. <laughs> smushy peas. It's, beca- it's right. become a, it's almost become a tradition after every social we have to talk about mushy peas. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I know. I, I know what tinned food I need to get for the truck in case I bump into you. Then. <laughs> 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 Good play. Oh, uh, cool. That's a good story to have. You know. I like a story. I like a story. <laughs> we told you it was going to get um, weird, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jamie says, Charlie, when do you reckon the next Milsim is coming? Uh, I'm not too sure. There's two locations that we got in mind. Um, or maybe three, actually. Uh, funny enough, I don't write any of them. It's all Lewis who's at work at the moment so he's probably writing another one um <laughs> so he does he deals with all that i just sort of stand there and go yeah you do, you do. um <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um i honestly don't know mate hopefully february potentially because the next couple months looks really busy for us just for cqb courses and uh, no man's land and stuff like that it, it just looks too busy to squeeze no milsim and plus, like trying to book it out, trying to book it out and get uh, as many people on it as possible, you need like a decent amount of time, probably like three to six months notice potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll go with next year. This is probably going to be the next one for us. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't know you actually did Milsim. So that's interesting. So how many have you sort of done in the past? And I guess, I guess, can you also summarise what JBG do? Because I'm aware of the training courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and like having spent the last couple of days reading up your website, I'm actually quite attuned to everything your website says. Um, so you started in early 2020. Oh, a quiz coming on for that. <laughs> oh yeah. So I was Could just wondering, sort of, yeah. So just, just sort of what, what does uh, sort of JBG encompass on that in that sort of respect? Um, so we literally start out as a. A group of blokes who were in the same unit who wanted to stay close together and then take it outside of work so we went airsoft after that we were like what could we do a bit more we started selling patches and stuff like that making up new designs cool and then one day someone messaged us and they're like would you ever consider doing cqb courses and we're like never thought about in our lives and then it just spiraled out of control we went into the cqb course area and we're like yep let's set this up done it fully booked out every single one since which has been brilliant um and then we thought right what else could we do um what could we make it better and we're like let's put on events let's put on a, a light based milsim which people could argue it was either a battle sim or milsim or someone in between we think um but it was an event where we've taken everything from what we've sort of like learned in our time and been like right what could we, what would make a really good storyline here sort of thing and then it was trying to make it as realistic as possible to an exercise without cot beds and trying to fuck everyone around with it. So it was just, just one of them, really. Um, but in essence, what we saw... Like, I, I know you're two... baiting me and I'm not going to fall for it. I know, I know what's happening here. I'm not, I'm not a stupid man. I'm not a stupid man. Um, but the sort of... The sort of direction we want to take it is like more training courses and stuff like that and just hosting more events because it seems like the community is sort of like growing where when we do these courses which is brilliant because we like to stay in touch with everyone um and it's just really 
what new events can we put on? How can we take it to the next level sort of thing? How can we make people closer as a community? Not just uh, an event, I'm not saying there's any out there, but an event where people turn up, they pay the money and they just go straight away, but an event where they stay afterwards for a social, we, they actually bond with other people and they actually form more of a bigger community out there than just purely airsoft. There's, there's everything else behind it. Bye, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I think the, so the that actually for us is what, oh yeah, go on, right? Like the big the big thing has been like trying to grow the events where like you've got that those people coming backwards like back all the time because you know people will say like oh CB, CQB course you go down you learn it once yeah you know everything it's like it's not like that there's always like development there's extra bits we're throwing in because you know we've got people that have come what three four times to to like the CQB courses now so uh, it's think, it's just about yeah, watching them grow. And like sort of just bringing up, like giving them new reasons to come back as well. Like they're always picking up new stuff, learning new stuff, all that sort of stuff. Mm. I'm going to have to give one of these CQB yeah, courses good. a go, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to go on one. Um, I don't like CQB games because it <laughs> really fucking hurts, but I definitely want to do a training course thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. That would be cool. That would be very yeah, cool. I'll have a awesome. chat with you after the show about yeah, yeah, something yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll sort something out easily. Um, but that leads on nicely to uh, a question we had from uh, Adventures of Zulu. Um, he's he's asked, um, is the stuff you, uh, you're teaching things that you've learned during your time in the armed forces or after? <clears throat> a mixture of the two. Um. I'm going to say a big portion of it is probably 80% from what we've learned and then 20% from Airsoft, to be fair. So a lot of the stuff like, <clears throat> which we teach, like what James was talking about earlier, was like the communication and stuff like that. And then just for the solo, the pairs, the fire team drills, everything like that, people don't really think about too much. Mm -hmm. um, so stuff like that, we've definitely taken from the real world, like real steel, and then brought it across into Airsoft. But we've hybrid it as for these courses to relate a lot more to airsoft than they would do in real steel um for instances like the distances and everything like that zeroing your your riff and everything like that it would be more to the airsoft scene more than the real steel scene if that makes sense mm -hmm. um but yeah it, a lot of it was obviously from our time in to um even coming out and learning stuff now which you know we're still learning stuff about airsoft itself like none of i mean ryan's all over it Ryan's fucking gone. Ryan's back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're all still learning really about the airsoft world. But it's like just incorporating everything from real steel over with um, over to airsoft. It's mm. it's a lot easier than what we thought. We thought it was going to be a real big challenge, but it's it's not that difficult to be fair. But yeah, a lot of it was from our timing basically. So do you find that um, some aspects of real steel really don't marry up with um, airsoft at all um, and vice not versa? Like, so you Tanks just go, like, are a bit of a problem like. with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> An artillery. <Yeah. laughs> well, not really. You've got mortars. Mm, I was thinking like the big howitzers, but yeah, go on, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, some things just don't work. Um like i don't even know where to start really um but like if we were to do like this outdoor course in uh, november at no man's land like the distances and stuff like that so you can teach all the distances like fives and 20s and everything like that and like shooting out to 300 meters but 
it's got nothing to do with airsoft. It's, you've got to break down the range to like 50 to 100 meters, mm-hmm. everything like that. Some st- um, God, what really doesn't work. Stuff like, so we really wanted to touch on uh, emo in one of our next courses, which is a different CQB course, which is more for Milsim players. Um, because it's going to include like explosive method of entry, manual and mechanical ways of into a, a building, essentially. Um, That'd be cool. But some of it just you Definitely. we can't show or like can't teach in a way because it's like, are you crossing that line of like, should you really be teaching this to now it's fine, we'll just teach it anyway sort, sort of thing. Um, yeah, so I suppose you've got to be mindful of what you sort of like relay to your customers as opposed to what needs to stay yeah um i mean obviously like nothing out there is complete secret most of the stuff is like very like you watching you like that's actually really not that hard you're just removing the door one way or another mm. um but obviously there's so many different ways you could do it there's calculations which you can do um uh, for pyro and stuff like that obviously we can't effectively destroy a door because we don't really have the capabilities to do that as pyro but we can simulate it very well um we've already given it a few tries um we're in touch with a site in the south yeah in the south of england at the moment they're really they they look they look like they're really on board with like the ideas that we got so that'll be a really good cqb event south sound of south that one's gonna be very different to all the others that we've done it's gonna be completely like more for a tactical player in a way so like if you attend a lot of meal sims like sterling or stuff like that i, I think this course would be like ideal because they'll be like right i know how to breach into a room manually mechanically and explosively there's i know all three i know how to stack up against a building tactically everything like that how to observe a building first and then de-recce onto it and shit like mm-hmm. that yeah that'd be awesome <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Love all that. That i think like... the other thing is the other thing as well is like if mindset's a massive thing so like you, if you go down a skirmish or anywhere like that, and you're like a much more tactical style of player, you're trying to sort of do what we we'd sort of teach with the the twos and the threes and, and sort of covering. And you come up against, for example, a speed softer who's you know going to use yeah. that that pace, but also the fact of if you in real life, if you're putting rounds down, like you're not sticking your head up, like it's not happening because you that is the one thing. But in airsoft, you know, if you've got rounds coming in, you can sort of try different things. You're like, oh, I've got, it's a bit like playing Call of Duty. You know, if it doesn't work the first time, you try different things. Mm-hmm. So like, it's it's about where we've got that sort of military experience, but then we've also got the experience of playing airsoft and sort of, like you say, tailoring it and kind of yeah, almost teaching, absolutely. you know, this, this sort of tactical side of like, well, this is how you kind of counteract this sort of situation to a degree as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like um, similar to what I, how, I don't even know how you pronounce that. Rucha, Rucha. Um, I suppose with airsoft, uh, you can take away a lot more risk than death uh, when death isn't involved on the table. It's got a point. Yeah, we've um, <laughs> we've spoken about this um, a while ago about potentially having an event where you know it's it's sort of like you're you're playing for a day, but you have one life in that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have like five five bandages, uh, so you know you got obviously uh, you're not just out immediately, um, yeah. but you know you are limited to a certain number of lives, so it makes you consider what you're doing a once, little bit more. Yeah, once you're done, you're done, sort of thing. Yeah, mm. quite cutthroat, really, but you know, 
It's a pretty good idea, though, to be fair. That's a very hardcore Milsim, I suppose. Really, yeah. Like, very yeah. hardcore. Literally milsim. coming yeah, out thinking, that's yeah. me done. I'm literally done. Yeah. You, yeah. you spent, you, you spent what? 70, 75, <laughs> 200, 75 to 100 quid, and you get shot. All the money back. 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 You just, just go, been, just be shot, one. then fragged. And then <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, come on. <laughs> but it would make players think. It would make players think. Well, this lot, is it. Think. Do you know what I mean? It would, it would make you think. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's that's one thing that we really bring into the courses is like the like the hot debriefs and sort of making people think right that didn't work or that did work like or and it's kind of going after you've done a scenario or a situation you know why where did that go well where did that not work so well and like thinking about how you adapt it for next time and that's it's like I say as much as it's the course of learning skills it's also about if you want to get better especially at CQB. And no one's the final, even 2-2 two, two are always developing. It's about sitting down and thinking, I've just died there. What did I do wrong? Was that an unwinnable situation or could I have done something better in the future? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a really good training age, especially that we found on these courses now. Like it sounds really simple, but just like filming them as they go through, because you can watch it back and instead of explaining and trying to demonstrate, you can show them and be like, oh, this is where you went wrong. This is like, can you see the angle of your barrel going through the doorway already before you've gone through a doorway sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, it makes a huge training aid and people are like, fucking hell, yeah, I can actually see why it didn't work now. Um, but it's always yeah like ryan said it's always a debrief stuff again and everything like that like this went really well this you can work on this needs improving stuff like that um have you thought about trying it this way give this a go um try swapping to your sidearm at, at like tighter angles stuff like that because a lot of them always like stay on their primary weapon when it's like well anyway if, if it's really that tight do i need a long barrel weapon where you can just transition to a pistol sort of thing just stuff like that it, people overthink and they're like oh i've got to stick to this it's like no as long as it works it works like think mm. outside the box in a way i think yeah, something i've found interesting over the last couple of months is there seems to be a bit of an aversion to training sometimes i think i think sort of people kind of see it as a bit of a pointless exercise but realistically there aren't a lot of events going on at the moment you know you've got probably four four-ish five-ish major players in the Milsim scene with, with events kind of fairly sporadic. Um, yeah. They're obviously spaced around the country, which means they can't necessarily cater for everybody as much as they'd like to. Um, you've got places like Longmore, which are now, you know, harder to book uh, if, if at all. So I, I think that these kind of opportunities to kind of go and spend a day actually honing some skills, learning a few bits of, you know, interesting knowledge. And also, as you say, it's that kind of social element by, you know, you, yeah, because you're sure. actually, practicing some like the, the the close-up stuff you can have a bit of a laugh with people and it's it's not quite so um intense like oh yeah you, know, you go and hide in that bush i'll hide in this bush and then you know you can actually yeah. get a bit more interaction going on so i, I think it's a good thing yeah I massive, so, definitely. The, the social side has always been a huge part of like the courses and like even like the start of, like jvg in a way because we always want to keep in contact with everyone like i i speak to hades every day like it's you know, I've only met him a few times. I mean, flew out to Grand Canaria, seen him for a week, played at Milson with him and Nico. And it's just, I still speak to Dan every single day, pretty much. Um, a lot of the other guys on courses, I speak to them maybe two to three times a week. It's just, it's more than just playing the air. So it's that community feeling of like, 
Ryan will never want to talk about this. Like when you're in, you feel like you're in a, a tight community where like no one can touch you in a way. Whereas like I'm in the club, it's trying to replicate that to this and be like, right, I now feel like I'm in another family sort of thing, like another feeling of like I'm close with a lot of other people. Just because I'm not here doesn't mean they're not here in a way, like, you know, only a phone call mm. or a text away sort of thing. Mm-hmm. No, defo, man. So with one yeah, of your events cool. then, Charlie, um, like, say, like a CQB yeah. course, so when you say about the social thing, is it a case of just like a one-day thing or can you, is it like say, if the course runs for Saturday, can you... Can you arrive sort of Friday evening and have like a, a night before and do the course um, Saturday and then chill? Or is it just a case of turn up Saturday, do the course, and then you're sort of off-site sort of thing? We've tried it. So the last few times in Southampton, we've never been able to socialise on a Friday because I finished work. I got to travel up to Southampton, same as Lewis as well, um, and everyone else. And then we set up and then we run through it. So we do like a, a rock drill sort of thing, like how the day will go. Mm-hmm. Um and it never goes that way. So <laughs> it, it never does. It never goes that way. Um, so, you know, we proper like go into depth. We, you know, we order Mackies in and everything like that. We just have a nice social time. Um, but it's just a sit around the table, right? What are we going to teach? These are the lessons. Boom, boom, boom. Everyone's squared and cleared. Yeah, right. Everyone's kit ready. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Everyone's done a check fire and everything like that. Yeah, crack on. And then we go to the hotel, chill out, wake up the next day, get there an hour to two hours before everyone else one last run through doesn't ever go to plan um and then just crack on really and then we shut down we clean up we don't ask anyone to help us if they want to help they can you know thank you so much but we just crack on clean everything back to how it was go back change go out for the social then we go to the game day the next day usually the game days are hopefully within an hour radius of where the course was mm-hmm. um do this for a lot of reasons. It's the social aspect again. It's for it's a full weekend of airsoft. It people just have that one day and get off on a high. Whereas they go to the course, they're on a high. They go to the social, they're on another high. They're hungover the next day usually, and then we go smash <laughs> out the game either way. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> sounds good. But it's just the it. It's also that um that feeling of like they've put what they've learned into practice against a real live enemy. So they've actually done it on the course against each other and now they're using it as one big team against another big team. And you can sit, like me and Lewis step back and we're like, fucking hell, (laughs) they're good. (laughs) Like Sunday at Dorchester, I think there was 10 of them that went. They absolutely smashed it. It was disgusting. And then Ryan, what was it Chippenham College? Yeah, we went college, yeah. Yeah, but again, that was the exact same example. They just smashed it again. It, it's just that feeling for everyone to know what I've actually learned and paid for has paid for itself, and it's just paid off massively. Mm-hmm. It, it's such a reward to see. Massive. And it just yeah, keeps that social going as well. Like, you know, there's always that, that the standard skirmish banter and all that sort of stuff, but it's the blokes that you've spent the last, you know, the 24 hours or whatever before like bonding with so you know yeah. there's all those and like i say a lot of them have come back for two three events so there's that inside joke that banter that fun all those sorts of things that just carry on you know from course to course from event to event and i know some of the guys you know without us have kind of organized on the side to go and do their events together meet up you know practice a little bit whatever they just mm. flow into into all the sort of things that they want to that's the point you come to the event because you have that certain mindset 
and they're now socializing with people that also have that mindset mm -hmm. yeah, yeah definitely 100 percent. well that's similar to what we did obviously with the with the no phone intro to milsim event we done was like obviously at the start of the day you had like two groups of people that didn't really know each other very well if at all and then by the yeah. end of it they'd really gelled into like two sort of like you could you know formidable yeah. sort of units sort of thing um that they could put their stuff out into practice you know it was really cool it was really good to see and everyone was just like yeah. everyone's on the, like you say everyone's on the same wavelength there's no egos there's no animosity it was just everyone just kicking back enjoying the day and then obviously in the evening the social side of it um yeah. just swapping stories and stuff like that which is brilliant yeah. that's exactly what you see that's what you want to see at any event really you know yeah exactly that, that's always gonna be the top thing that everyone mm. wants to see every time no, so do you on your bookings do you kind of give everyone like a, a recommended hotel to stay at so everyone's kind of socializing together or do you organize um a, not really like just, trying to do everything else so like obviously trying to keep the other bookings going as well um like we create a whatsapp and as soon as they've booked on i add them straight into it and then you just see them bond with other people straight away everyone's asking for each other's instagrams everyone's saying like you know what what's everyone been up to today it's really nice to see to be fair um i've had to mute every single one because my phone just keeps going off all the time i'll still double check it and you know check in every now and again um but the recommendation hotels i sort of leave it up to everyone else everyone's an adult you know mm. if i mean a lot of the sites that you use it is there not the is there the option to stay on site um <coughs> bash her up if you like or is that not really an option for for, for the no, style of event that you run no at the moment no so when they get added i usually do like a very short introduction of myself and lewis and then i'll add in like a joining instruction as well so mm -hmm. it's just a document i change the date and location each time sort of thing and it's just got all the points that i need to know so like parking foods timings location um media so if they want their face on there or not um any questions they got kit they should bring and everything like that so they shouldn't really have any questions but funny enough everyone always finds one and i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. why didn't i write it down <laughs> i've learned this Fuck from so. the last six courses and yet i still haven't got that one bloody question so it's just <laughs> not occurred for me i don't know <laughs> but um les les has asked can i buy a jbg t-shirt so oh, Les, Les likes a t-shirt. <laughs> Les, um, Les does like a t-shirt. Les, Les loves a t-shirt. <laughs> we like Les. Um, so in, te in terms of sort of supporting JBG and the like, um, you've obviously got your online shop. Um, yeah. Can can Les buy a t-shirt, please? Yes, Les. <laughs> Even if you ain't got any for sale, Charlie, just, just fucking make him one because you're not no. at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, Les, you can buy a t-shirt. Yes. Get in. Look at that. Yeah, oh, there I, do like, I do like your um. I do like your badge there behind Ryan. I might have to. Yes, it looks very cool. Yeah. I was drawn up to be fair by Lewis. He completely was it? um. Had, yeah, he hand drew it. Then we got it sent off to a tattooist, and we're like, "Can you design this like in a better way?" And he came back of that, and me and Lewis were like, "Yeah, that's that's it. that's you've literally hit the nail on the head there, Perry." So cool. It's really good to be fair. Yeah, that's awesome. Have you? What's, the, um, what's your uh, link to your shop, uh, Charlie? Everyone's going for it. Chris, Chris says Ryan gives them away. Apparently, I <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's talking about the. Uh, I had a couple of uh, like the wristbands and bits and, and a few stickers at the uh, NOFO event. Yeah, oh, I did get one. Yeah, well, we didn't get one. Favoritism. Favoritism. 
Uh, to be honest, I got pretty rich. Well, I, to the, uh, to be fair, I did get that, I, so. I did get four MWS mags out of him, so you know I'm not going to grumble. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of t-shirts. Thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's another quick question because uh, I know Silly's asked this. He says, "Ryan, I have to ask, what's a drag bag?" He's got a little winky face. So I'm assuming uh, it's. Uh, Oh, this is um, Ed's, Ed's, Ed's battle against uh, yeah. Airsoft Sniper against British Army Snipers. Yes, this is Ed's continuous <laughs> battle. But he's conquest. Uh, basically, a, dra- a drag bag is for snipers. It's basically a bag with like their kit in it. Um, so obviously, when they're when they're lying or anything like that to keep their profile low, obviously they've got their ghillie suit on. But um, effectively, they have a bag that will be 20, 30 meters behind them, effectively on a cord or a piece of rope. If they do need stuff for whatever reason, or when they're crawling, rather than having it on their back and raising their profile, they drag it behind them. Hence the word drag bag. There we go. Drag bag. Drag bag. <laughs> That's Ed's new call sign. Well, it'd be t- it's almost like a tugboat, I guess, wouldn't it? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, because no, I mean, you're effectively just pulling a load of stuff behind you, aren't you? I mean, that's it. It's almost like a tugboat. Yeah, absolutely. Like that. Uh, it's yeah. definitely not a load the, of stuff. The, the similarities between a sniper and a tugboat is uncanny, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, Paulus Wiles says, "Have you ever mistaken? He- oh, fuck, I should have read this before I put it up. Have you ever mistaken Hexy for Kendall Mint Cake? I've not been right since. Fuck's sake, Paul. <laughs> Kendall Mint Cake is unbelievable." Oh. Oh, here's a serious question. Serious question from Defiant. Uh, in a strong, single short statement, what is the primary goal and objective that JBG is working towards? Uh, um, to enhance and make Airsoft a better place, I reckon. Better, a better community or something like that, I reckon, along those lines. Keep it along the community massively, yeah. Sounds good to me, mate. Yeah, love it. Well, do you pass? <laughs> well done. Yep, pass, yeah, pass the defiant check. <laughs> yeah. James is every pad now. Check. Yeah. <laughs> you um, and me can we now two... be friends. <laughs> we had two questions coming earlier. Friends. <laughs> two questions earlier. Curbs asked, "What was the worst moment in army training?" And then Kenny, Kenny said, "What's the funniest moment in army training?" So, uh, we go. What's the funniest and the worst? That's uh, to both of you. Funniest would probably be uh, probably pass out parade. Someone actually passed out. Brilliant. <laughs> literally the guy next to me. Um, he just went, oh, and then just hit the floor. It was just completely faced into the tarmac. Oh, fuck. Just arms just literally just dropped. a lot. He just dropped straight forward. He was like, oof. Oh, crunch. Sounds savage. Yeah. Free dental, though. So <laughs> it happens quite a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Mate. And you just got to let them drop. You can't. It's not like guardsmen where they just got to stand there and like your your oppo's just fucking literally just face planted the floor. There's usually, like, stand a, there. um, like, there's usually like a medical team behind you waiting for shit like this to happen, but yet they get to you after you fucking dropped. So, you know, yeah, your nose and teeth into the floor, and you're just yeah, like, yeah. I can fucking get up myself, thanks. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. Oh, uh, Go on in, Ryan. Funniest moment in um, so far. 
I don't know. I think I think it's like like we've said multiple times because you're around the blokes, you've got that community. There's just always like random stuff that's coming up. That's just is just absolute. Like we um, we were having a few drinks the other night with a few blokes, and we were just spinning bits about you know different tours and stuff like that. There's always a funny moment that comes up, and there's always one that tops it. I can't think of anyone like off the top of my head that was like amazing personally. <laughs> Fucking hell, hard man to please, isn't you? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't find anything funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, everybody likes Ryan, yeah. but I don't find anything you say funny. Yeah. <laughs> I am I am the S off Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about worst moments then? Oh, well, I mean, I can answer this one. Um, I'd probably say whether it's NCO carders or Defence X, it's always a sleep deck. Trying to operate when you're sleep deprived and you've had one hour sleep, it's it's just horrible. And it's even worse when you're in a GSR. Sounds kinky. That's a general service respirator for anyone that doesn't speak military acronym. Because <laughs> there's quite a lot sleep depth, uh, GSR. There's quite a lot of stuff there that people might not understand. We need to have like um, the little translator in the corner, just kind of like, yeah, I don't know what this. Yes. <laughs> you love your little book. Um, yeah, a little book. <laughs> mine would probably be sleep death as well. It was just always trying to work under no sleep for like days at a time. It was just one of the worst bits, I reckon. Like, I don't feel like I could top it. Like blisters, yeah, crack on. Backache, give me it. Knee pain, crack on. I don't care. But sleep death, I need sleep. I think everyone does. <laughs> um, I need my beauty sleep on my cot bed, which I can't put together. But it's just something which. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the takeaway from this evening. We're, we're going to have to run a charity event. Yeah. We'll, we'll team up with JBG as well. We'll, we'll run a charity event of like you know, cots, right? cots for troops. Um, <laughs> I was looking back through the pictures of the advert, and the guy who sold me it, he hasn't even got either of the poles in the ends. They're sitting on top of the bed frame. So I, I think it's supposed better. to be packed into the bag that way. Oh, Fuck's sake. He slept on the floor you. instead of that cot for the last six years. <laughs> I had that cot up in no time, mate. I tell you. I was, on a, um, I was on a train exercise once, and obviously, like, the cot beds got issued out, and everyone was like, not even getting into poles, mate. Don't even bother. So, um, we obviously. Well, do they need to do pipe up and go, well, it's actually, it's actually uh, adjustment straps underneath. <laughs> you'll, you'll find, you fucking idiots. <laughs> um, you read like, the instructions. We all had uh, one pole in, so everyone obviously had their heads on the one with the pole in, and then obviously your feet dangle off. Anyway, see, it was in uh, care when if, if anyone's ever been there. So I sit up, I'm just looking around, just like that, just looking at every depressed soul in here, Miss Barn. Yeah, it's going great. And there's one lad there, and his feet is on the bit with a pole, and his head is literally like that. <laughs> and he's facing 180 behind him. He looked like Dracula sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, the snore must have been incredible from that. Like, mm. oh my god! I can only imagine. <laughs> All right, I, uh, I've had a little bit of time to think about a funny moment, and this this might not resonate with a lot of people, but I know Charlie appreciate that. So there's a there's a thing that we do when when someone says something, we'll we'll get them to what we call eyebrows it. Oh fuck! Fuck's sake. Yeah, uh, and it's ba basically it's a case of like they have to if if we can prove 
or they, we don't even have to prove it. Nine times out of ten, it just gets taken anyway. But it's about if we can prove that they're light, they have to shave off their eyebrows. And there's nothing funnier than turning up for a parade in front of a sergeant major in the OC and someone's not got any hair on their eyebrow <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> That's brutal. Absolutely <laughs> fucking brutal. <laughs> Turn up looking oh. like a fucking Ferengi or whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say I'm, that. I'm guessing that's not in the uniform regulations either, is it? Like it probably doesn't doesn't even recognise in there. Like, don't shave your eyebrows. <laughs> it was part part of an orders once. I remember that. It was like part of an orders. You must have eyebrows or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> nine times out of ten, like if you've got a really good sergeant major, they're probably on it as well. So they just look at you and just go, like, why? Um, yeah, most people, it takes please. about two to three weeks to grow back. Except for one person I know, they never grew back. Really? Oh shit! <laughs> That's That's fucking brutal, man. I'm just imagining you've got a whole load of like British squaddies on tour with no fucking eyebrows going up against like you know like I mean just just like Taliban forces and stuff like that like did you see the enemy they're all constantly surprised it's just <laughs> the sharpie pens yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this massive draw so on is eyebrows has that ever just... happened to anyone and they've made an effort to draw eyebrows on or anything or like I, I or stick made... on ones or fucking something I don't know I had a mate who used cam cream. He put brown up there just to freaking make eyebrows. What a trick. It was absolute it was lad. Embarrassing as hell. Yeah. Oh mate, fantastic! <laughs> I love that. That's great. I'd have one permanently raised if I had to draw one on. Just be like, yeah. What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> just walking around looking like the Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What are you frowning at? I'm not. Oh. Really not. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like super angled, just like yeah. Yeah. constantly like frowning. Ming, like Ming out of Flash Gordon. They're like fucking. Yeah. <laughs> just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, Batterborn Tactical says Have you ever snagged your bollocks on a bastard tree in Belize? Uh, that sounds yes. awful. So. I went to Belize in 2016, I think. Yeah. Um, and basically, if you didn't talk your bollocks, they would go extremely dry. Like, they would start to crack. And it was not pleasant at all. So a lot of blokes stopped wearing uh, boxes to prevent this. And um, obviously, going through the jungle, you, you move incredibly slowly because of, like, foliage and everything like that. And... Um, Bastard bushes and bastard trees are just absolutely everywhere. And then just walking through, and then the next thing I knew, everyone shouting bastards, like a couple of people down the line. And then as you move real quick, you just snag your leg, and then the branch just sort of like comes up with it. It's oh. not pleasant. It's not pleasant <laughs> at all. Because they're not I'm even so glad small, we brought like... that question up. <laughs> yeah, they're not small. Old Alex will have a field day out there. We'll show you bastard trees everywhere. Yeah, bastard, bastard, bastard. Hell, yeah. It's supposed to be tactical, Al. Come on. <laughs> oh no. But yeah, I've no. I've not I've not been to Belize, but they're also in uh, in Kenya, and we had a, a mate of mine uh, managed to get one right sort of on the corner of his joint in his arm, Ugh. and it went in. And where he's obviously bent his arm, um, natural from the pain, it's actually like inserted himself, and he had to get it like um, removed Ooh. by the mo. So yeah, he had to. Uh, 
quite quite a bad experience because they are like some yeah, serious. They're, they're like things. a fucking hawthorn yeah, on steroids, aren't they? Yeah, they are big. Mm. Fucking things, yeah. Nasty. Yeah, no, I don't like sound that. Yeah, fuck <laughs> no. that. Ugh, no, no, fuck that. No tart. <laughs> I'll stick, to, I'll stick to my rhododendrons and bracken thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh, a bramble. Ooh, yeah. bastard. Ooh. <laughs> Found a bastard tree. Andy, do you want to go through some of the um, the, the comments? Huh? Me? Did you want to go through some of the comments? Yep. The only really? Andy here. Can, <laughs> <laughs> You've got admin um, rights, Andy. I have, but I don't know which ones he's done previously. Um, how far have you got? I'll tick them off as we go. All right. Um, Curb said Seamless. up rifles again. Um, Mike uh, from Defiant uh, says at Mike has uh, a troll. Get your ass out! Oh, we dealt with that one. Uh, Mike, do you want to go through the comments? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say you James can... says. James uh, says. Can or Charlie explain the logic between the barrel grip holds you see people using at skirmishes? Is it beneficial? So that's obviously things like yeah. Like that, all that, all that. Like that. Like that. with the wings. Oh, full of meme coming on. So a lot. Oh of no! <laughs> oh, there you go. Look, I, I even volunteer for it weekly now because it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, weekly. <laughs> so this is sort of like where it it crosses over between real steel and airsoft. So like a C clamp grip has been massively brought in to like real steel over the last couple of years um the reason is because of like the recoil and everything like that you for, the further down the barrel you are and the more hold you have of that weapon system the more control you have over it um so a c clamp grip is brilliant for this because you're obviously gripping a lot of the rifle um a lot of the barrel and everything like that where a lot of the movement obviously from the back of the rifle but where the round is coming out you're going to be controlling a lot more of it um makes more of a stable platform and everything like that um but some people adapt it very weirdly and a bit too much. Some people bring out the chicken wing elbow, which is madness. Um, <laughs> but if that's what they want to do, you crack on. I mean, I don't really know how much recoil an AEG actually has, but I don't think it's enough to well, bring know, the chicken mate. arm all the way out. <laughs> so <laughs> my bolts are pretty spicy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so I'm. I use a C clamp grip all the time, and someone once asked me many years ago why, um, and the reason was because I where I run my torch and being a, a very, I mean I've played CQB for nine ten years now, so I spend a lot of time shooting left and right handed, running a pressure pad on top of the uh, on top of the rail for example, I can activate that torch left and right handed, so for me like that's where like charlie said it doesn't actually work for airsoft in terms of controlling recoil but if you want to have that sort of fundamentals of being able to activate uh, a laser or a torch that c grip gives you your thumb is always over that rail it's where you put your pressure pad you can activate it at all times yeah absolutely i mean i left out all that but thank you um but it's, it's literally about muscle memory as well of like I'm used to it as well, like a C plant grip. I'm so used to it. It's just muscle memory, and that's what we incorporate into the courses. Like you need to keep practicing, and then obviously we do. Um, but yeah, C clamp grip is like what Ryan said. It's beneficial for so many purposes, as well as the real recoil to uh, airsoft and using your torch and flat out on the um, touch pad. Fair play. 
So pretty much done away with the front four grips now then. Like the standard. It's all pretty... They're sort of redundant, um, really, I suppose, then, with the new grips and techniques that are out there. So many... It's been made so many differently. Like, there's so many uh, grips out there and everything like that, different lengths, different, <clears throat> different like, stubby ones mm. um, and everything like that. And it's really who can adapt to that C-clamp grip as as comfortably as they can because at the end of the day everyone finds something more comfortable than someone else like ryan might have his stock fully extended i like mine a little bit further in to make it more um to make it a bit more uh, of a shorter <laughs> barrel but it's it's just personal preference really mm. i'm yet to see someone running around with a little stubby foregrip out on the right or the left hand side of the uh barrel <laughs> Because I mean, that's Ooh. that to me would be like the next logical progression. You know, you've gone from the foregrip to the C clamp, then you go for the the side, the side sort of. Uh, yeah. I don't know, Alien. What was the gun from Alien that we were? Oh, the M fifty six. Yeah, it's like, well, you've got like the the massive thing. There you go. That's what you need. You need foregrips all the way around the front of the rifle. Job done. That's it. Everyone's there happy. You, you can put it on your little dildo gun. Yeah. <laughs> And it's the dildo yeah. gun. I was just thinking I couldn't do a C grip on that because literally there's a big battery thing in the way. Big um, dildo. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> Defiant says, are smocks still alley? Yep. Yes. Good. Um, Padre says, not. Have you found that smock yet, by the way? The one that I got. What, the only that list of ones that were that were fucking like triple the price that you paid for yours. Yeah. I got a, I got a very I got a very good man looking for me at the moment. They are brilliant, absolutely brilliant yeah. bits of kit. If I ever get that pole on the end of that bed, can I have your one? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a video proof. Yeah, I'll video and everything. Yeah, eyebrow it. <laughs> <laughs> the things you do for smocks, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really jealous because uh, there's a couple of the brand new level speaks uh, level peak smocks that aren't released yet, cutting around in Cyprus at the moment because they've been uh, issued for a couple of guys to try. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they're uh, they'll be trying them, I'm sure, in the winter to uh, test them out. So, oh, they might lose some. Hey, Ryan, <laughs> did you say for the proper guys to try? Who are the proper guys? No, not proper guys, just for the guys to try. Oh, I There's thought you a... said for the proper guys to try. I'm like, so you've got proper guys and pretend guys at, the, at there. Where are you, Ryan? Exactly. It is, it is like, he's been Blackpool, really. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's half past 11 here. It's hot as hell. I've got a fan above me. Like, you know, we've been oh, hang on, I can't the find the, the tiny violin noise. Yeah. <laughs> on, where's that? <laughs> yeah, I'd like it, mate. Um, Padraig says, not too many main, uh, major issues with Airsoft Milsim games. I find the only issue I find with the odd game that some silly fucker takes slices way too seriously. Yeah. He also says, I tend to play with one life at Milsim's. Makes your gameplay very much more interesting. So do you turn up, die and then leave? Is that <laughs> how it works? That's, that's an extreme Airsoft thing. That is <laughs> Patrick is on another level. Well, no, because what happens, he leaves, but then his brother comes out with a big moustache on. Hey! I'm Mario. Imagine if your mate shot you in the arse within the first, like, 30 seconds. You'd be fuming. Prick. 
Nice one. <laughs> I just turned around and shoot him back. Yeah. See, if I'm, I'm going home, you're when, fucking yeah. going home. <laughs> <laughs> in my lying, in my dying breath, I shake you with me, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll just, I'll frag a room with everyone in it. If I've got fucking blue or blue, I'll just go, right, bollock. <laughs> We're all going home. <laughs> um, Rucha says, we all know the best advantage in airsoft is good cardio. Do we agree with that? It's got to be a reference yeah. to um, yeah, that yeah. zombie flick, isn't it? Zombie land. Yeah. The rule two. Is that rule two? Good cardio. But he's just getting yeah. patrolled. He's just, yeah, that's one just, doing, yeah. just doing laps around the car in the car park and he was a zombie after. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> just jogging away. <laughs> Fair play. That's cool. Um, Silly Gilly says, how do you counter a speed softer in CQB? Full auto and then not tell anyone. <laughs> Cut his fucking HPA end. line. <laughs> oh. Stick a stick a Gerber through that line. <laughs> just be, just before you come up with a serious answer, guys, um, Ray just chipped in with a bat. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bat works. Bat works. <laughs> oh, pyro, uh, holding a corner well and just aiming down on the only visible area where the speed softer can come around. Um, but they're like a virus; they can get you from anywhere. It really doesn't matter. It's disgusting. Mm. Um, so, they're like critters, aren't they? Just little critters that just yeah, they just <laughs> run around. Ah! Off. <laughs> <laughs> like a SWAT. You need a SWAT, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of those electric says, uh, fly, a lot of fly bats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, right, we've got probably time for one more question. So. Uh, if anyone wants to throw something in the chat, I'll just pick one in a second. Um, just want to say thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, yeah, it's been an absolute so pleasure. It's been a real laugh. And I think, mm, you know, there's, there's plenty of memes going out there now about cop um, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's definitely the, uh, the commentary on this evening. Um, if you want to get in touch with JBG, how do, how do people do so? Uh, yeah, so we've got uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and all that jazz website. Uh, majority of our links are either JBG Airsoft, JBG obviously being in capitals and the Airsoft being lowercase. Uh, just hit up, hit us up on direct message or smoke signals, however you want. We'll get in contact with you some way or another. <laughs> Hand signals, I don't care which. We'll yeah. get in contact either way. <laughs> no, not, not also, also got the Discord group as well, which is like being um, built out as quite a big community thing. Bombs expert chipping in. That's it. Nice one. <laughs> Do you get to Discord? Have you got links to Discord on like Instagram and Facebook and things? Or uh, yeah, so if you go on the Instagram, if you go on the link, uh, there's like a link tree um, link there. So you click on that, and then obviously it'll take you to whatever else you want to go to. Click the link to go to the link, and then it'll take that link to the link that you want to go to. It'll just take you there. So don't worry yes. about it. You'll get there eventually. Yeah, I can, I can now see the wood with trees. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to put a link up to a YouTube video of one of you putting a cockpit up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, get against each other like as a time trial. There you go. Yeah. Be yeah, yeah, let's do that. That sounds like Six fun. days later. <laughs> yeah. JB, JBG sleep depth. <laughs> yeah, JPG science. <laughs> um, if you want to, if you can't for whatever reason use Google and find JBG, you can also get in touch with us, and we can put you in the right. 
right mm-hmm. direction. Nice little segue Point there. But the you can get in touch with us on our email, which is nofochat.hotmail.com. Our Instagram is at November underscore Foxtrot underscore nofo. And the website is novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. You can also contact us on our own individual Instagrams below at 9volt airsoft at callsign underscore quartermaster and at the underscore punish underscore one underscore. Um, you can tell I've practiced in that. Um, Very good. Only for a year or so. I can't remember what we're talking about next week. Uh, so whilst I check that out, um, there is one last question, which is, Curbs says, who are the best people that you've played with? Let's, let's assume uh, Airsoft on this. Let's assume, yeah. Curbs, Airsoft is, let's assume <laughs> Curbs is expecting a shout out here. I'm expecting a <laughs> um, it's, it's got to be Hades. Hades is always going to be up there. Um, even though I haven't played with him in a couple of week, a uh, couple of months, we're going to be going back out to Grand Canaria next month, so we'll be playing with him again. Um, he's a lad. He has liked him a lot. It, yeah, yeah, he's got. I got a lot of time for him. Uh, everyone in JBG, obviously. So even Curbs, stop trying yeah. to get a shout out, you bastard! Oh, um, bastard! <laughs> yeah, you bastard! <laughs> uh, Nico as well. I've played with Nico over the last year. Now he, he's a great mate of mine. Um, great player as well. So taking a lot from him. Um, and everyone who's attended any of our courses or events, everyone's just been absolutely amazing. Can't complain about anyone. To be fair. Fair play, mate. That's what I like to hear. So yeah. next week oh, we're no. going to be chatting about. I've just oh, made. I'm sorry, Ryan. Yeah. I just <laughs> cut you straight off. Go ahead. Oh, I, did, I, I didn't <laughs> think Ryan would have anything nice to yeah. say about anyone because no one yeah, makes well, him Ryan laugh or anything. Find anything funny, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm yet to meet someone who meets the standards to call an airsoft friend. Sorry. Next question, pricks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm very similar. I'd probably, you know, the JBG boys, obviously, uh, you know, it, it's the community at the end of the day. Um, obviously, I played with no foe lads quite a lot as well. Love playing with those. Um, and I can't forget Curbs because, yeah, he's my boy. Uh, he's out here with me. He's probably uh, he's, next uh, door to you safe. listening. <laughs> yeah, is he? Do you know what? He's actually not. He would have been on <laughs> if he was next door. He's, uh, he's actually up in tree Glass against the, the wall. Uh, so uh, he's, not, he's not here, unfortunately. And... My best mate, uh, Josh, I've been playing with him for 10 years and it's just people that have, have, have a similar mindset. You know, it's, it's about having a laugh at the end of the day and if you if you have you have that in airsoft then that's what makes it fun. Fair play, man. So, I want to end the show with a comment that we had come in um, and that was a personal message to you, Lance, so you're right for me to read it out. Absolutely, sir. Yes. Cool. So this was from Golf16. This was um, just a little thank you for the JBG boys. I wanted to say you guys work so hard to put things together, to be able to teach people in the airsoft world how to succeed in CQB environments and soon to be Milsim. I've personally been on two courses and wow, you put us through our paces, but not rushing us through it. You make sure that we understand what needs to be improved upon and then we go again. You guys are so welcoming and are easy to approach to start a conversation. Enough of the soppy stuff. Just a massive thank you, not only from the Gargoyle group, but from anyone who has had the pleasure to take part in one of the courses. The way you bring people together is amazing. Keep up the great work and see you in November, boys. Golf 1-6, a.k.a. Volcano. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Oh, okay, no. Cheers for that, mate. Thank you very much. Appreciate that a lot. Who I believe is also Jamie, because he's just posted that as a helpful reminder yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the chat as well. Nice. Um, we hadn't forgot about it, Jamie. It was there on our list. <laughs> I know you don't know um, us, but we can be trusted. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, next oh, week, yeah. I've just decided this, so I don't, the guys don't know this. We're going to be talking about personal admin and personal hygiene uh, on Milsom events. So, sort of oh, all the welfarey bits oh. that we've uh, we've kind of talked oh. about prior. Be, I think the, the conversation about dry nut sacks is probably going to uh, <laughs> yeah. be be the spur of that. <laughs> um, Get my feet out. Yeah. So, thank you guys ever so much for coming on. Um, I don't yeah, know if you want to so have any sort of closing words to to end the show. Um, are they, are they going to have the closing words between them? One. Um, if, no, if they want to. Uh, no, just thank you so much for having us on. Um, it's, it's been a great hour and a half, to be fair. It's been fucking brilliant. Um, anyone that wants to get in contact, please do. And then we'll just go from there. If you want to sort out an event, we'll do an event. We'll go from there. Happy days. Yeah, I love it. Anything for you, Ryan? Nope. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. You know I love you. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly that. Just get in touch, um, especially if you've got an idea, or if you if you feel like you've got something you want to learn, or a training deficiency, whatever you want to call it. Get in touch with us. You know, we start with the CQB courses. We've got some of the Milson courses coming up, so we're always looking to sort of develop and, and give the community what they want to learn about. So, yeah, just get in touch and, and sort of keep playing airsoft. Yeah, buddy. Sounds good yeah, to man. me. Cool. All right. We'll see you next week, Wednesday at 8. In the meantime, stay nofo. Mm -hmm. and, uh, stay nofo. Have, have a good week. Stay nofo. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. <laughs> Much see you later. See you later, guys. Stupid fucking cockpit. Cockpits have straps. <laughs>